Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello, welcome to Connection. We are so <laughs> glad that you're with us today. Oh, sorry. Hi. <laughs> Somebody's telling jokes right before we get started. <laughs> Actually, I think they were snorting laughing, they were, which was they were going, awesome. <laughs> it was really funny. We're glad you're connecting with us yes. and seeing the real us. This is the real deal. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of Connection Show. And you can always check in on us on ConnectionShow.org. And on this episode, you can see how red our faces are <laughs> from laughing really hard. And Nicole wiping away tears. But <laughs> Thankfully, I wore waterproof mascara. <laughs> that is accurate. Well, you can always go to ConnectionShow.org. You can watch previous episodes, or you can see uh, this episode or ones that are coming in the future as they come out. And definitely connect with us. We want to uh, hear from you. We want to hear that you're watching or listening. We want to hear where you're uh, watching or listening from. Yeah. If you have prayer requests, send it. We'd love to pray with you. And uh, if you have a question, comment. Definitely send that at ConnectionShow.org. And uh, we have been talking uh, last week about Grace Makes, and uh, then we were talking about our portion. See, God gives us grace, and grace makes things available to us. And then our portion of that is that faith will reach out, and on the things that God has given us, faith will grab a hold of that, partner with God, and it will take those things and then manifest them here in the earth. And so we have been talking about that last week, and I thought it just went really, really well. And so where are you, uh, where do you want us to start today? About right here. Right here? Right here. <laughs> this is a good spot. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we're full of it today. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we were talking about, you know, faith makes, or grace makes, and faith takes. Grace makes the provision. God made all provision available to us. And by faith, we take it. Um, so I think a good place to start is, you know, well, what has he made us? Yeah. And Ephesians 1, 3 says, All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with. It's not saying going to, not saying if we're good That's enough. It says right. he has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we're united with Christ. Yes. You know, and... When, when I was listening to this and studying on this and everything, it's like you know how you can, you can read a scripture fourteen times and then you read it that fifteenth time and it's like, right. oh, oh, that's a good point. Right. You know. And so I was sitting here and it's like, and I know this, but it just really clicked when I was when I was meditating on it yesterday. And it says, you know, He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Well, yes. he's the head, we're the body. That means it's not just every spiritual blessing that he has available in heaven. We're united with him there. Yes. Where the spiritual blessings are at our disposal now. We don't have to wait yeah. for the sweet by and by. He's the head, we're the body. So if he's seated in heavenly places, so are we. Yes. Yeah. So that means... And What's in available? Two, it tells us that that we're yeah. seated with him in heavenly places. Yeah, I think it's uh, what is it two six maybe. Yeah. Um. You know, you know what's important about that is that 
you know, all right, so he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings and in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. So I know that a lot of people would take that and they would push that off to a future time, a future place, right. not realizing what that really means. And this is not necessarily a teaching on this, uh, but I will give you the synopsis of that teaching is that in Hebrews uh, chapter 11 and verse 3, I believe it is, it says everything that we see was made from things which do not appear. Right. In other words, the blessing of God, the spiritual blessing of God is what created this earth when God said, let there be all of the things that mm -hmm. he said, included mankind, let us make man in our image. Right. He was saying those things. He took a spiritual blessing and out of that blessing he created it. So when he says that he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, that means that everything that you will need in heaven and on earth has already been given to you. He says it another way, uh, in another verse it talks about this, it says, uh, Jesus says that all things have been given to me, all things mm -hmm. and you are mine and all things that I have are yours oh, and a couple of different yeah. verses pieces that together and then it, it talks about in Romans eight thirty two. it says if he would have given us his son how will he not with Jesus with him freely give us mm -hmm. all things and so in other words we're not just talking about things that you will never see on the earth Grace has afforded us every spiritual blessing, and that means that when he's afforded us every spiritual blessing, he's given every blessing that we will ever need for all time, physical, spiritual, mental, you know, everything, everything. He's yeah. already given it to us. So All now. All things. Yeah, this is the source. So when he's blessed us spiritually, he has literally blessed us physically in, everything, in yeah. every area. That's what it's literally saying. Yeah, so. amen. And it was, um, I went down looking at another verse, and it was in Philemon 1 6. And it says, I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you for Christ's sakes. And, you know, we were talking about um, the last recording or episode that we did. You know, grace makes, yeah. faith takes. It's a fellowship between the two because of our fellowship with Diddy. Yes. You know, and it's, you know, God God has given us everything because of his gracefulness, because of his grace, because of his love for us. Yes. And when we have that fellowship, then it's the fellowship of your faith that causes it to manifest in our lives. It's it's Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it was just it was good. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I know. I was I was writing my notes down. I was like, oh, oh God, that's good. He's so like, in other I words, know. Grace and faith were designed to fellowship together. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's the, really, really good stuff. Yeah. The way we're designed to fellowship with yes. Diddy. You know, he's, it's, you know, it's kind of like, I think of it, I'm constantly thinking of analogies with kids. I'm a mama. Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking, you know, Grace cooks, yeah. you know, faith comes and gobbles it up. Yeah. You know, it's that relationship between the two, that fellowship between the two. And we're supposed to have that fellowship with our Diddy. And when we have that yeah. fellowship with our Diddy, suddenly we see his grace and our faith fellowshipping. 
and causing all things to be as God's wanting them to be. Yeah, yeah. That's So what we're really talking about then is we're talking about what God considers normal for us to do. He has provided, provided things, and then he has dropped his um, desires and mm -hmm. will in our heart breathing them to us through the Holy Spirit, so to speak, dropping them through us and in us through the Holy Spirit. And then what is natural for us is to apply faith and let that faith fellowship with the grace mm -hmm. and produce results here on the earth. I love the thought of that. That That's really, really good. So that's... Um, How to preach. I know. You should you should preach that. <laughs> well, I think we are. That's <laughs> you like that. That's good. So there's uh, you know we've been talking a lot about what's normal with God, and in order to actually walk out what is normal with God, that means we've got to think normal, like God. God's normal. What not God ours. thinks as normal. Yeah. This is normal to Him. This is normal yeah. thinking for Him. Is that hey, I'm expecting you to re take your faith, partner with me, and reach out and grab a hold of the grace that I've made available. Yeah, it was designed to work this way, and that's okay. And we talked about it last time. Is that a lot of times people will say, well, you just got people they'll be reach out and grabbing the you know this stuff all the time with their faith, and w the problem is you're. You're thinking about you, or they are thinking about themselves. It's designed, everything is designed to further and advance the kingdom of God. And when you understand this, then you're not just out there randomly doing and grabbing a hold of things. One of the things I think we'll come to later on is faith can't grab a hold of something that grace has not made available. And grace is only available if God has made it available. Right. So, you know, faith can try all it wants to to get God to respond. In in a way that um, somebody outside of love wants, mm -hmm. and it's not going to work because that's not where grace is. Yeah, faith is going to you know match up with where grace is. Yeah. So well, faith is moved by His love. Yes. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's and if you if you have love, you have to have the leading of God yep. there. You you can't move in love and not move in the leading of God. And faith worketh by love. So if you're if you don't have the will of God leading in that place, faith is not going to work anyway. So you're thinking that people are always going to go out there and apply faith in wrong areas. It's not going to work for them. It's not mm -hmm. going to show up the right way in that area. Um, so you just they have to learn, hey, why am I applying faith? And what is my faith reaching out and grabbing a hold of? And it's reaching out and grabbing hold of only what God has provided and made it uh, made it available. You know, So uh, one of the things that is very important for us to realize is that, you know, what is our purpose and why are we doing the things that we're doing? And we need to understand that God wants to give us richly all things to enjoy. This mm -hmm. is scripture. But... In that enjoyment, we will find the biggest and best enjoyment in our life when we're actually fulfilling in obedience what he has called us to right. do and following his example. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think of, you know, it's better to give than receive. Yeah. You know, and you think about any time you, you've been able to give something, how much joy has that brought you yeah. versus receiving? I mean, receiving gifts are great, but giving it's just like i get excited buying it i get excited wrapping it yeah. i get excited watching them unwrap it you know and that's diddy yeah 
that's Diddy for us. He's gotten all these gifts for us, and they're, you know, they're wrapped up for us. They're ready for us. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about his normal. His normal is what we just discussed. His normal is all now. Yeah. I've got all these gifts. I, want, I can't wait for you to have them. I want you to have them all right now. Well, our normal says, oh, well, that's excess. You don't really need all that. But the only time you ever think about that is when you're thinking about yourself. Right. You know? That's right. You never think about that when you're thinking about others. Because here I'm thinking, you know, somebody's just given me this giant, you know, casserole of spaghetti or whatever. I never look at that and go, oh, that's too much. I just need one scoop. Yeah. I'm going, that's a ton of spaghetti. Let me call people over here and eat this. Let me That's pour totally out onto others. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so when you, you know, the reason we can't, or the reason, I'll speak for me, the reason I in the past have had a hard time thinking God's normal is because I've been so focused on myself. Mm, that, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure y'all have never done that. I'm just talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking, we're just going to let that statement fall wherever it may. <laughs> that one was, you know, but that's the truth because that gets in our business. You yeah. know, part of the reason why we have wrong thinking, it, it's kind of like when Judas, and this is a strong point, and I forget who I heard it from first, but, uh, you know, when the lady came and poured out and broke the box, the alabaster right. box, they and upset. somebody said, well, this was wasteful. Yeah. This was wasted. You know, that was, we could have sold that and given it to the poor. And it literally says he didn't say it because he was concerned about the waste. He mm -hmm. said it because he was a thief. Yep. Because he was thinking about himself and his hand was in the bag. So yeah. that's bad company to get in when you start thinking that way. You've got to look at the things that God has afforded and say, what does the Lord want to do with this? Yeah. What does instead of what would I do with it? What does the Lord want to do with this? And this, you know, and this is very important because in uh, Corinthians, I think it's Second Corinthians nine eight or eight nine, and maybe first or second Corinthians, it talks about giving out of your abundance. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're not going to be able to give over and above if you're if not you have. in abundance. And and the Lord wants. He has already afforded us an abundance of grace in multiple areas, but we have to get to the place where we can receive. And you, you mentioned giving and receiving. If my heart is always to receive for me, mm -hmm. then, then I'm going to have a hard time being in love. I'm not going to be able to grab a hold of that stuff the right way anyway. Yeah. But if I will get my heart over into giving for the kingdom of God, right. giving for God's sake, not just for my sake either, and if I get myself in that place of love, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to start having to receive mm -hmm. in order to give. And this was an area I know that we've talked about before was, I, I don't know about you, but personally, I had a big problem not with giving. Giving came easy to me. I would give away everything. So it's it's easy for me to do that. I love that. I love to give. But here here was my issue where it says receiving. Huh? Yeah, it was receiving. Was it says it's more blessed to give than receive. But it didn't say that it wasn't blessed to receive. Right. 
See, we jump to that conclusion because of a false humility that a lot of times religion has placed inside of us. And a lot of times that false religion says, well, you can't receive anything because it jumps all the way over into a ditch. It never said that receiving wasn't a blessing. Because if you don't receive, you can't give. If you don't receive, you have nothing to give. Right. And think about this. If that's the case, then it would be a non-blessing for you to receive Jesus. Mm. That's not true. No. That's not true at all. There's a blessing in receiving Christ. And without receiving Christ, you go back to 1 John 4, 19. It says, we love because he first loved us. In other words, I can't give love until I've received love. Well, that same principle applies in all the different areas of salvation. I can't, I'm going to have a hard time giving healing Mm -hmm. if I haven't learned how to receive healing. I'm going to have a hard time giving uh, prosperity if if I haven't received prosperity. I'm going to have a hard time giving deliverance if I haven't received deliverance or protection or restoration. It works that way across the board. It's just like with love, we don't have an issue with it, but there's somewhere there's a disconnect between the rest of what was packaged in salvation, we say, no, 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 you can't have too much. Mm -hmm. But see, that's not faith as a child. Mm -hmm. That's not grace. That's That's not not what the Word says. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it be scandalous? Wouldn't it be scandalous if the devil actually caused all of us to believe that we were never supposed to have anything and in effect we never were able to give what God had actually called us to give? That's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Is and he is he has brought about a treacherous scandal in the majority of the body of Christ that says you shouldn't be thinking about receiving at all. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That I we actually got to the place where we were able to give more when we finally figured out how to receive and not get into this false humility. Well, that means that what we actually did was we saw the grace of God. We kept seeing it in the Word till one day the light bulb came on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we recognize if God has provided grace then what our job is and our partnership with God is to apply faith that will reach out grab a hold of that grace so that now I have the grace that I can then give to other people in other words I can't be blessed in giving if I haven't received as well there's a there's a flow it's not just one-sided there is a flow to it and it goes back and forth all the time and if you will get in love on both sides love in giving and receiving both ways that that whole um, realm of possibilities continues to expand until you are moving in huge blessings of God and it, it's a truth I've, mm-hmm. we have watched that play yeah. out, out a, a lot of different times now at this point but um, it's just a truth God has provided grace we partner with him uh, through faith well it's you know the verse you were talking about, Second Corinthians nine eight, I think it's important to read because it says, you know, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that you always, having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance, yes. an overflow, too much for every good deed. Yes. You know, and so as we're, you're sitting here talking, and I'm like, you know. The root of being able to give and receive is, is faith. 
yeah. and which is love because faith worketh by love. Well, yeah. God is love. It's God's love that made this grace abound to yes. you so that that love within yes. you could cause your faith to work so that you can receive that. And love gives. For God so loved the yeah. world that he gave. So, I mean, it's this beautiful cycle. It is beautiful. It's just God yes. loved you so much that he gave you grace. Then he loves you so much that he gives you the faith to receive yes. everything he has. And yes. his love within you causes you to receive that so that you can give it. Yes. Never yes. once are you looking at yourself. Well, let me receive this for myself. That's when it's, you know, that's yes. when it becomes just yucky and it doesn't feel right that's but when, when it's not grace if, right if we go back to the episode from last week where it says you're going after holiness when it just becomes about you that's not moving towards holiness that's not moving towards godliness and that's when it's not grace and that's when it's not you which yes. is why it feels wrong yes but when you are operating in who you were created to be yes that ambassador of love Yes. You are freely able to receive because you know the whole time I am going to walk in the overflow because there are people around me that need what God has given me. Yes. And I'm going to walk in the overflow so that I can overflow onto others. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's well, walking in the grace that he's he's set out for us right here in this verse. You know, again, Second Corinthians nine, eight. God is able to make all grace abound to you. And in other words, this is Paul saying this is his will for you That's as right. well. He's saying, he's saying, look, he's able to do it. And he's saying it in the context that I want you to understand that this is yours to have. This is what I want yeah. for you. So that, because he tells you the end result, he shows right. you the heart of God in it. Right. Uh, having all sufficiency, everything is supplied in everything there is no yes. lack so you know a lot of people immediately when you start talking about things like this their mind goes to money mm -hmm. and then some people go oh that's wrong because you're talking about money now you know mm -hmm. you're talking about and and but he's not just talking about money mm -hmm. he's he money he's saying in everything so in protection uh provision health deliverance restoration joy. eternal life joy the yes. fruit of the spirit Rest. all things the manifestations of the spirit yeah. all things everything abound so that you may have an abundance that means an overflow for every good deed you go over into john 10 10 he says that you might have life mm -hmm. and have it abundantly we know that life is talking about this exact same thing you go back into the old testament in deuteronomy 28 and you got the blessing and the curse and it says uh that you will be the lender and not, not the bar you will be blessed to be the lender and not the bar well if you don't have overflow what are you going to lend mm -hmm. now see but what's interesting is second corinthians 9 8 right here it actually is talking about money. So mm -hmm. anybody who would get self-righteous in this area, a wrong self-righteous attitude, a religious self-righteous attitude, what you're actually complaining about is something God said. And that is not humility. Mm -mm. And guess what? Humility is where grace and greater grace is given. That's right. I think James 4, 6, it talks about that, that humility is that grace. And that's why you sometimes... Look, 
let me put it this way. Let me make it really personal. There have been times where I have not been walking in grace that I need to. I've been not been walking in this abundance of grace. And the reason is because I had not humbled myself to actually go into the Word and see what God says about this and take the balance of the full counsel. But I put on a, a religious, uh, self-righteous kind of air. This is me now that I put that on and this held me back because I was walking in what I considered to be humility at the time but I found out that humility is seeing what Jesus talks about and then believing what he said throughout the full counsel of this word and when I finally humbled myself to the things that God told me told me and showed me in this word that he had written that he had said all of a sudden I saw things like it's more blessed to give than receive mm -hmm. but I didn't but then the Holy Spirit would whisper but I didn't say that it wasn't blessed to receive. Right. It is blessed to receive. It's just more blessed to give. Yeah. So make giving the focus of what you're doing, and but then don't close yourself off to receiving. It's all about the root. Yeah, it's about the root of what you're doing and the motivation of what you're doing. But we have to understand that God is saying, you know, here is grace and it is abounding towards you. I'm making grace abound towards you. I'm making it just overflow in your life. I'm making it abound. But you've got to do something about it. You've got to do something about that grace. You've got to come up and say, hey, there's a grace that's out there that's available, and I need to pull it down. And we do that by faith. Yeah. Grace makes and faith takes. But faith works by love, so you're not going to be able to have faith to reach out there and grab stuff that is outside of love, that is outside of God, who is love. You need to come in line with his plan, and that puts you in the place of love, and then you'll start to be able to reach into grace and pull down what you need. And that's a beautiful plan that God has put together. Yeah. I just... it, it that. And there's so much, and you know, in the next episode next week, we're going to talk about what all has he given to us. We're going to talk some more about what has he given to us because it's a bunch of stuff. And and what do we do with it? How what's that relationship between grace and faith? And then um, we'll talk some more about that. I was just looking at notes. We're going to talk about finding our rest in God in episodes to come as well. So. We just want to thank you so much for uh, joining with us on Connection today. And, you know, maybe you're sitting there going, is this true? Is this really real? Is this, is this something, or are they just making this up? Well, we're taking you to Scripture, and that's very important for you to see and to understand. And I'm telling you from experience, I know that it's been the experience of both of us, is mm -hmm. that this is very much true. Jesus is everything that he said he was. Yeah. And, and he's more than you can ask or think. He's more than you can imagine. It's true. And so what I'd just ask you to do right now is, would you apply, would you partner with God, and would you put on faith and take some of the grace that he wanted, he planned, he desired to get into your life today. And so the first part of that is saying this, Lord, you've made a grace available towards me called eternal life, and I received that through what Jesus did. And Lord, I believe in you. I believe that you are love, and I believe 
that there is a grace that my faith can take a hold of today. And so I want to do that. I need some grace in my life. And I'll tell you this, uh, we always need more grace in our life. We want that grace to come alive because we want to operate in the abundance so that we can overflow into other people's lives. We've watched that happen over and over. You can do the exact same thing, and we invite you to do that right now. The first step is simply just asking Jesus to just bring about the grace that he paid for. So will you pray with me? Mm -hmm. Receive his grace right now. Just say, Father, I receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior of my life, as the director of my life. Lord, he's provided a grace to get to you, to connect with you, Father. And I'm using my faith. I believe right now that he did exactly what he said he would do. And I believe right now that I am receiving his grace. And just say that. Say, Father, I receive the grace that Jesus paid for right now. I believe that you brought him back to life. And when you brought him back to life, I was brought back to life with him. And Lord, I just thank you for that. Thank you for bringing grace and making it abound in me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you pray that, I'm so happy. Let us know that you prayed it. And thank you again for joining us on Connection Show. Visit us at connectionshow.org. Have a good one. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.